The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for choosing to fill your ears and your brain with the Mental Reps Podcast. And if you're here, you already know. I mean, the reason we are fueling your brain is because the brain drives the body. And any sort of success that you want to see, both health and fitness, career, relationships, I mean, you name it, success in life, all comes down to how your brain is operating up top, right? And what exactly it's telling you. So that leads us right into today's episode where we are going to be going over my, you know, personally, my opinionated top six characteristics of success, six qualities that those who are successful possess. And they showcase these qualities in everything that they do. And, and I'm not here to tell you these top six things because I'm wildly successful and I've made billions of dollars and I am a pro and I'm not at all. I mean, I think that I have tried my very hardest to identify and embody as many of these characteristics as possible. But a lot of times too, the people who I know who have been very freaking successful, I'm like, hell yeah, they have all six of those qualities. Or the people that I listen to and that I learn from and that I, you know, they motivate me. I'm like, they damn well have every six, if not more, of these characteristics. Like, they can easily check off each of these boxes. And I thought this would would be a good episode, too, because I feel like I haven't gone on nice, long-winded rants about just getting shit done and, and being that person. I haven't done that in quite a while. And I was weirdly thinking about this super late last night. And I'm like, this is this is this week's episode. Right. Not about, you know, nutrition and fitness and like how to work out. None of that shit. Because if you don't embody and you don't have these six characteristics, good freaking luck. It doesn't matter how many tips I give you on nutrition, how many tips I give you for cutting or, or anything like that. It's going to come down to, hey, can we be that girl, that guy, that person who has these qualities? I mean, it's, it's, it's in everything. And it's, it's truly no coincidence that the people who win, they just keep on winning. They don't have some magic potion or some secret recipe, some secret hack that they have learned along the way that like, oh, cool. If I do this, I'll be successful at, <clears throat> excuse me, at everything that I do. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's not luck. It's not chance. It's nothing else than the fact that they possess the qualities of winners. They have what it takes to win and to succeed, and then they carry that into everything that they do. Again, whether that's the career, that's fitness, that's their relationships. Maybe they're starting, they're an entrepreneur and they're starting a new project. Like it, it doesn't matter if they are able to put their hands on whatever they do, it's going to win. It's going to succeed because they have these six qualities. So, and again, I. I probably could have listed out 20, 30, 40 characteristics because there there is no one thing. There is no six things. There is it's a little bit different for everyone of course, but again, these were the top 6 that I felt like when I thought about this, it was like boom 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 six. I was and then any anywhere further, I'm like, yeah, that could be helpful. Yeah, it could, but everything else kind of fell into one of these six categories. So I wanted to kind of talk through that with you guys today. Um if you are struggling in any area of your life or you are one of those people, and trust me, I've been there as well, where it's like, everything sucks. Everything's wrong. Of course, I lost my job. Of course, I can't lose weight, this and that. My wife left me. If, like, you know, you know, those people who are just like, damn, you're really in it, right? You're really, you're really kind of falling deep here. And nine times out of 10, like it is about you. 
It's about the characteristics that you do or don't possess. It's about how you show up every single day. And then everything else revolves around that, right? If you want to succeed in fitness, these six things apply. If you want to succeed in your career, these six things apply. If you want to succeed in your relationship, your friendships, if you want to do anything worth talking about, you want to win, you're going to need to have these six qualities. Again, not all of the time. There will definitely be ebbs and flows and there will be periods of your life where maybe number two isn't as prevalent as number five, but there's no order to these. Each of these six things, if you can do a better job of showing up with these characteristics in mind and work your ass off to build them, if you don't already possess them, I guarantee you're going to start to change the cycle and you're going to start to win. Okay, so let's dive right in. I'm going to list off the six right now, but obviously we're going to go a little bit more specific into each one. Top six for me, characteristics of success. We've got discipline, self-awareness, resilience, optimism, adaptability, and motherfucking grit. And I'm actually really excited for number six. And we are absolutely saving the best for last, but every other one of these, every you know five that follows is there's no one that's more important than the other. So first and foremost, discipline, like a characteristic of success. If you are not disciplined in your life, in your habits, in your routines, in everything that you do, like you're not going to get anywhere. And the reason for that is not for me to be, you know, negative or be like, wow, this is hard. But like, this shit is hard. Nothing in your life, newsflash, that you do is going to be easy. I'm only 23 years old and I have continued to learn that lesson for, I don't know, the last 20 years of my life, like nothing in my life has ever been easy. Nothing in my life has ever been handed to me. I've never walked across some crazy, strange opportunity that just kind of fell into my lap. Like that shit doesn't happen. And if you're sitting around waiting for something to fall into your lap, it's not going to. You're going to be waiting forever and ever and ever. But you need to be disciplined. You need to understand when shit is hard that you have to do it anyway. You have to understand when you're tired, you have to do it anyway. You have to understand that the people who are winning, the people who are succeeding, it's not like their day-to-day is easy, right? It's not like they wake up at 5 a.m. and they love getting out of bed at 5 a.m. It's not like they hit the gym after a crazy long day because they love going to the gym at 6 p.m. when it's crowded as shit and it's just what they do. No, it's hard. The difference between them and you and where you need to bridge that gap is discipline. And I put this as number one, too, is the first thing I thought of. I did an entire episode on this not too long ago with just identifying motivation versus discipline. And looking back for me in my life, I get asked this question all of the time. Because like I said, I'm, I'm only 23 years old. I know I talk a big game, but I'm still fairly young. I still have a shit ton of things to learn and lessons to learn in my life. But discipline, psh, I have that shit in the bag. And the reason for that, sports. Right here, right now, I think that is the number one reason why I am able to be so freaking disciplined. I have been a gymnast. I started gymnastics when I was three years old. Three years old. Obviously, it was all fun and games. We were like rolling around on the mats, doing mommy and me classes, whatever. Very, very, very quickly. And if you were a gymnast or you know a gymnast, and I'm not talking about like a cheerleader who does like some flips and things. I'm talking about like a actual competitive junior Olympic gymnast who had done that for years and years of their life, maybe continued on to college. If you know someone like that personally in your life, you know what I'm talking about. Gymnastics is hands down one of the hardest, if not the hardest sports from a physical standpoint, yes, but a discipline standpoint. 
there's no off season. There's no breaks. There's no learning how to catch a ball. And that's the skill that you possess. It's so many different twists and turns and things and ups and downs. There is no days off. If you take three days off of gymnastics, you might as well have taken six years off of soccer. Like that's the time frame, And that's why there's no end. So starting gymnastics at three years old, I did it every single fucking day until I was not doing gymnastics anymore when I graduated college. And if I were to sit here and be like, I loved it. It was so fun. I loved going to practice. It was cool. No, it was so fucking hard. It was so miserable. I was so tired and fed up and done and sore and everything was breaking. I used to do gymnastics on two broken ankles. I didn't know. I just went. Why? Because I'm so damn disciplined. And if I can give anyone out there a piece of advice, any parents who happen to be listening to this, put your kids in sports. I don't give, I don't care if it's gymnastics. Personally, I'm probably not going to put my daughter in gymnastics. I, I like, I'm going to save her body right here, right now, but put your kids in sports, put them in something that requires them to show the fuck up when they don't want to, and not just answering to you. Not just doing their homework because you asked them to do their homework, but doing things, participating in a sport with others where they need to be disciplined in what they're doing, when they're there, how they're showing up, how they're performing. I honestly, if I could, again, give one piece of advice, even if you're not a parent, you're just a person and you've never played sports, like go join something. Go join an adult league of softball. Go join an adult. I don't, like it doesn't matter. Go put yourself in a situation where you have to be disciplined. Health and fitness, that's not one of them. Why? Because you're only really disciplined for yourself, right? You're only really showing up because you said you were going to go to the gym. And then if you don't wind up following through, it really is nobody's watching. Nobody cares. But if you are signing up for something, you're going to practices, you're going to games, you're doing this, you're having to show up when you don't want to, you have to do it. That is the best way to create discipline. Practice makes perfect. So that is is trick tip characteristic number one is is self-discipline. And if you don't know, like you that should be that should be the top of everybody's list. And if you want to hear more about that specifically, go back and listen to my motivation versus discipline episode. Oof, I go on a whole rant there. Characteristic number two on my list of six is self-awareness. People who are successful in everything that they do are so freaking self-aware. And by definition, I'm literally going to read this to you guys. Self-awareness is the ability to tune into your feelings, thoughts, and actions. I'm going to take it one step further because I think a lot of people get a little bit lost in this. Like, yes, it is very helpful to be able to tune into your emotions. It's very helpful to be able to recognize your feelings and when you feel certain ways. But self-awareness in the sense that I'm talking about when it comes to success is being able to also identify those feelings, those emotions, how you behave and act, those patterns, and then manipulate them towards success. So for example, if you are able to be self-aware and you're able to tune into your own thoughts and your thoughts and patterns and behaviors are always, always, always causing you to miss the gym. They're always leading you to not follow through on your nutrition. They're always leading you to be late to work. Being self-aware and being like, wow, yeah, all of those things, it's so negative. But then doing nothing about it, like what different that doesn't make a freaking difference in the world like great you've now identified all of the shit that you're not doing awesome very self-aware of you like no in order to be successful and to use self-awareness as a tool you have to be able to identify what is not working within your own feelings emotions patterns behaviors and then give a shit enough to change it to do something about it to do something different 
If you can recognize that every single time you tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym after work, that it never happens. Be self-aware enough not to just be like, huh, wow, I guess I'm just so tired after work. Like, great. You identified the emotion. Cool. Who cares, right? Give a shit enough to change it. Okay. Instead of going to the gym after work, because clearly I can never follow through on that promise. Let's get up early and get it done beforehand make a change. And I'm that's not to say that that change is going to be successful and boom, you'll never have to think about going to the gym again, right? Relying on discipline, going back to number one, but being able to identify what you need to change and then doing something to change it. That is the self-awareness that I'm talking about. And if we want to take it a step further from there, you want to be able to have self-awareness as it's happening, which is the hardest thing in the whole world. It's a very, very hard trick and, and not trick. It's more of a tool, but it's very hard to do. To be able to, in that moment, as you are consciously not going to the gym after work, to be self-aware enough to say, hold on, I know I'm tired. I know I don't want to be here. I know my actions always cause me to drive right past the gym, but today we're going to make a change. We're going to go. We're going to be there for 20 minutes, right? To do that in real time as it's happening and not have this conversation once you're already home, once you already unpacked for work, once you're already in bed, be like, damn, yeah, I did it again, right? Because at that point, it doesn't really matter because I can guarantee you've had that same conversation with yourself with whatever your thing is. I'm using the gym as an example, but whatever your thing is that you don't follow through on ever, I can guarantee you've probably had that come to terms realization and that self-awareness moment of like, oh man, I'm not doing it. But if you're not able to have that conversation and make the change to act differently as it's happening, that self-awareness means nothing. So people who are successful are able to take that, to make those changes, to pivot in the moment, and then back to number one, rely on discipline to make that change. Because a lot of times too, whatever you're trying to change, whatever the habit is, maybe you're always late to work and that's your your self-awareness thing is like, damn, I know if I want this promotion, I know I want to be successful. I know I want to raise. I'm probably going to need to start showing up on time. That's huge. You've identified what needs to change. Great. But now we have to give a shit enough to do something about it. So what do we need to do to get to work on time? Hey, maybe you need to get up 20 minutes earlier. What's going to happen? Your alarm is going to go off 20 minutes earlier. You're going to say, oh, fuck this. I'm so tired. I got a terrible night of sleep. You're going to start telling yourself that all of your feelings and emotions and the way you're feeling in that that situation, you're going to start telling yourself that that's more important. Guess what? It's not, right? I'm sorry, but your feelings cannot matter more than your success. And if they do, you're never going to be successful because in that moment, your feeling of tiredness is going to take over. Of course it is. Of course you're tired. You're trying to get up 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, your body's exhausted. Yeah, maybe you did get a shit night of sleep. But if you are being self-aware enough to identify what needs to change in that moment, you have to then be disciplined enough to say, fuck, I said I'm going to do it. You got to turn that alarm off. You got to put one foot on the floor and you got to get your ass out of bed. This applies to anything, right? And it goes so much deeper than just this. But being able to do that in the moment, to literally call yourself out as you're hitting snooze and be like, nope, 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 not today. You're not doing it today. That's really hard to do. But it's one of those skills that practice makes perfect and it will start to become easier. And that's another misconception I think a lot of people have too. It's like, oh, cool, I'm I'm self-aware. I'm going to set my alarm 20 minutes early. You think that setting that alarm 20 minutes early, you're just going to be able to get up and go. Cool, I'll be to work on time. Like problem solved. No, 
it's going to take hard work. It's going to take practice. It's going to take discipline. And it's going to take doing something in the moment that you do not want to do. So self-awareness and identifying your feelings is really only scratching the surface of the power that this characteristic and this trait has. You have to be able to understand that sometimes your feelings and emotions and how you feel right then and there doesn't matter if you want to be successful. That's a really hard trick to have. That's a hard tool to, you know, utilize, but it's going to make a world of a difference. Number three, halfway there on our list of six is resilience. It's a little bit cliche, but that saying of like, you know, get knocked down five times, stand up six. It's so freaking true, especially if you are starting something that is new and unfamiliar and is has the potential to succeed to think that you're going to get from point A to point B with no obstacles in between, that's just stupid. I'm sorry, for lack of a better word, that is just very, very ignorant to what life always throws at every single one of us. And we know this, right? Going back to what I said at the beginning, nothing is ever easy for me, for you, for anyone else. Acknowledge that, understand that, accept it, move on. To be successful at anything that you do, you have to be resilient. And resilience in a sense too, again, reading you guys the definition, because I think we say these words a lot, right? Motivation over discipline, stand, you know, fall down six times, stand up seven. Like we hear these things, we read these quotes, maybe it's your background, but like go deeper. What does that mean? What does that mean for you, right? What does falling down six times actually look like? It may not be this, the point of financial failure and bankruptcy and you lost your wife and your marriage. And like, we don't, that's not falling down. Falling down could simply mean like you didn't get to the gym. And you forgot to pack your lunch and you, you know, gained a bunch of weight over the holidays. Like those are fall down moments. Those are moments. Those are obstacles on your path from point A to point B. We have to learn how to bounce back from it. So again, resilience definition is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties as well as, and I like this word too, that they use just being elastic, like having a lot of elasticity in regards to like that bounce back. Right. Think of a rubber band. You stretch that shit. What's going to happen? It's going to bounce back. It's going to clap back very quickly. And in your own life journey, health and fitness journey, any journey in regards to your success, you have to be elastic. You have to have that elasticity to bounce back from the shit that you know is going to go wrong. Again, stop expecting this clear path from point A to point B. Again, going back to just even what I hear as an online health and fitness coach. And a lot of times too, like we're embarking on this journey to lose 10 pounds. And maybe we set the goal of losing one pound a week. Awesome. It'll take us 10 weeks. You map it out from here to, I don't know, the end of August. You're like, I am going to be down 10 pounds. To lay that out and wholeheartedly think that's exactly what's going to happen, it's not. It's not. You can set a game plan. You can set a strategy. You can set every tool in place to succeed at that rate. There's going to be something that throws a monkey wrench right in your plans and changes everything up. So instead of allowing those obstacles to be like, oh my gosh, it threw me off the course. Instead of point A to point B, now we're point A to point D to point F and then back to this, back to that. Like, it's okay. It's okay. You have to be able to look at that and be like, fuck, all right, how do we bounce back? How do we get better? How do we get stronger? How do we improve? How do we learn? What can I do to go forward? You can't let one setback, one obstacle, one, you know, I didn't lose one pound this week. If that is all it takes for you to completely give in or give up on whatever it is you're after, I'm sorry, but you didn't want it enough to begin with. You have to really be after whatever it is you're working for so that when something does come up, you brush that dirt right off your shoulders, you stand up tall, and you move 
forward. So for me, resilience, and, and again, to relate it back to sports, just do something competitive. Do something where you are challenged and you're challenged by other people and challenged by people who are better than you. Put yourself in a situation to be knocked down and then forced to get back up, forced to learn, forced to improve something that caused you to fail. If you've never been in a competitive situation, again, you've never played sports, you've never even had siblings who are just always knocking you down. Like if you've never been in that situation and you've kind of just been coasting through life as like this average Joe and this, like to build any of these skills, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And that's why so many of these things, you really do develop them as a child. And the problem is as we grow into adults, we certainly forget about a lot of these things. But I mean, the hopes is that you do have it deep down somewhere. You just have to relearn what resilience looks like in your life now. Right? Because if you, you're thinking back, you're like, I did play sports growing up. I was on my middle school soccer team, but now you're 35 years old and you know, the lessons that you learned on your middle school soccer team, I'm sorry, they're not they're not still there. We're going to need to rebuild and reintroduce these habits, these characteristics, these traits. So doing something competitive, again, I highly recommend this. And this doesn't need to be anything crazy. But go challenge yourself. Go into a situation, get butterflies, be nervous. Like you want to do well, but like you know you're going to have to really rise to the occasion. Like go put yourself in hard situations. Be okay being knocked down and being okay with being forced to get back up and move forward. And again, each of these habits really does build on themselves because when you do get knocked down, you're going to have to be self-aware enough to recognize what didn't work. And then you're going to have to be disciplined enough to change it and stick with it. Okay. I can't tell you how many times in gymnastics and, and the hard, I guess the hard part is I don't know if that's the right word, but the tricky part with gymnastics is it's you versus you. It is a completely individual sport. And yes, it does kind of turn into more of a team dynamic when you're in college, which was really nice to do that. But I mean, throughout my three years old to 18 years old, when I graduated high school, it's just you. If you fuck up, that's on you. If you blow every routine, everything that you were supposed to do, that's on you. And fortunately for myself, I had coaches who never, ever, ever let me live anything down. They never let a single mistake go unnoticed, unpointed out, unpicked over. And again, gymnastics, like you are striving for perfection. You're not striving to just get up there and do it. If you get up there and just do what you had to do, like you suck. I'm sorry. Like that's not the point of the sport. And again, it's very hard. I'm very grateful for my time spent so many years doing that because it built up these habits that like I will have for the rest of my life because I'm aware enough of them too. Like I never want to lose my discipline. I never want to lose my resilience to obstacles, to challenges. I have that like when something goes wrong, I'm like, fuck, let's go. Let's get it. What can I do? What can I change? How can we improve? How do I move forward? What can I do from here on out in order for this to never happen again? And again, as we grow older and we grow into adults, I think the stakes get a little higher. So uh, more of that fear of failure, that you know, reluctance to take risk, it, it definitely starts to kind of bleed into the picture a little bit. I mean, thinking back to gymnastics, like my potential failure was what? Maybe I fell on a scale, maybe I didn't do what I needed to do. I didn't win the meet. I, I didn't, you know, show up, I, whatever. Like, you know, at the end of the day, all will be okay, right? We will be able to bounce back. Obviously injuries happen, things slow us down. But at the end of the day, like if I didn't do what I needed to do, it will be okay. As we grow older and those challenge, you're putting yourself in situations to be challenged, to fail, to get knocked down. 
the stakes get a little higher. Maybe you're starting, you know, a startup business. Obviously, the stakes in that and the, you know, input going in, the risk to reward, it's a lot greater than me trying to learn a new skill on Beam and falling off a bunch of times. So like I understand that that resilience and that ability to even want to put yourself in challenging competitive situations is not quite as easy as you get older, but I do think it's so incredibly important and start small. Go put yourself in, like I said, a competitive, I don't know, chess team, like something that is right up your alley that you want to do, but challenge yourself to not be the best and learn what it takes to become the best. Because in that journey, you're going to fail a ton. You're going to have to learn how to be a little bit more resilient. You're going to learn how to kind of adapt to the situations and and obstacles that are going to be presented to you. Um, And same thing applies for health and fitness. If you are just kind of going to the gym, kind of coasting around, you're there like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes on a Saturday, if you're like feeling it, like go take it to the next level. Challenge yourself. Say, damn, I've been going to the gym three times a week for the last five years. Maybe, hold up. I can go four times. Maybe, hold up, I could do a different workout. Do something that I'm not used to doing. Try a different machine that I've never tried before. Talk to someone at the gym who I've never talked to before. Go put yourself in situations that you have to fail, you have to learn, and you got to get right back, right up on the horse and start relearning the new path from point A to point B. That is resilience. Okay, and number, I don't even know what number on, number four, (laughs) number four for our characteristics of success and of successful people is optimism. Those who are successful are are optimistic. They believe that good shit is going to happen. They believe that they're going to succeed, that their efforts are going to pay off, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There's something continuing to be worth striving for. And I mean, if you if you personally do not believe in your ability to do something, to win, to succeed, who will, right? Like if you don't have you, no one else has you. No one else is going to convince you that your idea is worth it, that your idea is successful, that your actions are important or necessary. Nobody else cares as much as you should care. And that should always be the case. Again, health and fitness wise, like nobody cares if you get to the gym. Nobody, but you have to be optimistic and understand, play the long game. If I say I'm going to go to the gym at 5 a.m., I'm going to go to the gym at 5 a.m. and good shit is going to happen because of it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but later down the line, like something will happen. And that's a very hard place to be in. It's a little bit of that blind optimism too, where it's like you got to play the long game and you got to understand that the shit that you're, you know, positive and and optimistic about, it it may not be coming for months, if not years down the line. Again, why habits one, two, and three are so important, but I mean, optimism. And and again, I'm not talking about like fake happiness and like positivity and like life is always great. Like there's always sunshine and rainbows. Like I'm, it's not like that. And again, life is hard. Shit is hard. Everything that you're trying to go through and get through and succeed at, it's not going to be easy. But being optimistic and being well aware and very confident too, I think that plays into it. Confident in your abilities to succeed and in your abilities to look forward and be like, of course it's going to work out. Like I got this, right? That that to me is, it's like what you put out there is what you get in return. If you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, you're waiting for failure, you're waiting to not get to the gym because that's what always happens. Like, guess what? All of those things will happen. 
all of those failures that you're fearing or those things that, you know, are going to make it harder, it's it's going to happen. But if you're approaching whatever the situation is and you're approaching your life a little bit more optimistic and believing that we got this, good shit's going to happen, it will. Like it will work out and, and you're going to have that confidence, that effort, that strategy. You're going to have all of the hard work you put in to back that optimism. You can't be optimistic in your health and fitness journey that you will be able to lose 10 pounds knowing damn well you've changed nothing with your nutrition habits. You've never made it to the gym. You continue to hit snooze on your alarm and oh, we just got invited out for happy hour drinks. Like, of course, you're not going to be optimistic and be like, I'm definitely going to lose 10 pounds. What are you talking about? Like, you have to have the hard work backing that optimism and pushing that optimism forward. But at the end of the day, I think being optimistic with whatever the situation is in your career as well, it I think it plays such a huge role. And again, I keep going back to sports. I don't know why this episode, but for gymnastics specifically, like one of the things that I was always told in college and everyone would always just be like, D, you're always just so happy. You're always just so positive. You're always just so, and I'm like, I, I just, yeah, I mean, life, life's good. We've got good shit going. Our team looks amazing. Like we got this. And for me, there's no reason ever to show up day to day in your life, miserable and upset and cranky and down in the dumps. And oh, of course it's raining. Like, don't be that guy. Nobody wants to be that person. Nobody wants to be friends with that person. Like, and we all know one of them, right? And if you don't know one, I hate to say it, but you're probably the one. So let's turn that shit around a little bit. But approaching your life like that, it's almost like, again, you are what you attract and you're going to wind up in situations where you are failing or there are obstacles. And because you have a shit ass attitude and you look at the world like everything sucks, you're not going to be able to be able, like not going to be able to bounce back. You're not going to be able to be disciplined. You're not going to be able to have and possess any of these habits because you're moping around because, you know, X, Y, and Z didn't follow through exactly as you planned. Who gives a shit? Like according to whose plan, right? I didn't get from point A to point B exactly as I wanted to. Okay. But that doesn't mean we're not going to get from point A to point B. And being optimistic in a sense that we can navigate obstacles. We can work around whatever the challenge is. We can move forward. Like just be fucking happy and grateful and positive and excited for what's to come. And I guarantee even if you are failing every single day, you're going to have a much better and easier time going through that journey. Rather than being the down in the dumps, Joe Schmo, who's dragging their feet and, oh, you like, you don't really want to talk to them in the office because, you know, as soon as you open up that freaking can of worms, it's this thing and that thing and this thing and that, like, holy shit, shut the fuck up. I hate, I hate, hate, hate people who are like that. And if all you ever have to do or say is complaints, oh Lord, I'm sorry, but that is the, that I'm going to go, I'm going to backpedal way back. That should be characteristic number one is just stop complaining. That is not a characteristic, but you guys get the point. Like optimism, sure, but going a step further to just recognize and, and be aware of like, if you're that guy, it, shit's not going to work out. And again, none of these habits or tricks are like a one-to-one -one key to success. If you are disciplined, you will be successful. But when it comes to this, I can almost guarantee if you are the complainer of the group, you're never going to be successful. And there's a difference between complaining and like identifying failures, right? There, we, we, we know the difference there. Complaining is just the, the sheer act of talking about things that aren't going right with absolutely no intention to fix any of them. You're just talking about it. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear why you couldn't get to the gym. I don't want to hear that you overdid it with your nutrition again and that we ate 15 different cookies and we went way overboard on drinks. Like, stop. 
stop. This is a total tangent. It has nothing to do with optimism. But if you are that person that just, oh, did it again. Oh, did it again. Oh, I just, I can't. I'm a failure. I'm this, I'm that. Like, stop, stop, stop. If you don't believe that you're, you have the ability to do something, then who will? Right. If you are in the office and you are trying to create some new projects, some new launch, you're in charge of this, that, and you're always talking about the failures in this and that, but who on your team is going to be like, woohoo, let's do it. I'm so excited to go to work today. I'm so excited to show up because Dee's going to be in such a good mood and she's going to lead us right to success. Like, fuck that. You're going to have people around you, friends, family, coworkers, whoever. You're going to have people around you start to die off and dip off and not want to be a part of you and your complaints and your bullshit. It's not fun to be around. It's not fun to listen to. And the only person that you're hurting with all of that negativity is yourself. So be freaking optimistic and know life is not sunshine and rainbows, but like, hey, maybe it can be sometimes. Number five, five out of six, we have adaptability. And this is similar to resilience in a sense, but there is one key difference here. So as we talked about with resilience, that's that bounce back, that elasticity, get back up on your feet, keep moving forward. Adaptability varies a little bit because it, in my opinion, relies more on the quality of the change, if that makes sense. So you are resilient, right? You bounced back, you got back up. Adaptability kind of looks a little bit more on like, okay, now that we're moving forward, how able and how well are you able to adjust to those new conditions? Because to be resilient and bounce back and get back up, but then make the same mistake again and again and again, like you're resilient as hell. Like you are doing it. You are getting up. You're back on your two feet. You're making the same mistake over and over and over again. It's not going to get you anywhere though. So to combine that with being really, really adaptable as a successful human being, it it takes a look more so at now that we are in a new situation, a new condition, things have changed, how and what are those changes that you've made? Because just to get back up and do it again is... It's a little bit effective, right? You got to do that sometimes. But if you're never able to make a change and you're never able to adapt and you're never able to take a look at the new situation and decide how you have to show up now that things are different, in my opinion, you're going to wind up kind of spinning your wheels a little bit and ending up more so in a cycle of resilience than a cycle of success. And that's obviously not where we want to see anyone. So you got to think through it, right? Think about something in your life a mistake that you've made, a pattern you've been in, a cycle that you've been in, something that just continually is not working, not working, not working. Where can you be different and how can you improve the quality of those differences? So going to the gym, like we'll go back to that example where you're never going at 5 p.m. after work. You're always too tired. You always drive by this and that. But every day you're going to set that alarm. You're going to pack your gym clothes with you and you're going to make sure that you go to the gym, right? You're, You're continuing that habit. You're being resilient. Instead, I want you to think about how can I adapt to this new situation? And maybe the situation is that your boss changed your work hours and now you're working till six. And you know, if you weren't getting to the gym at five, we're probably not going to get to the gym at six. Okay, now that we're in a new situation, conditions have changed. How do we adapt? How do we respond? If that means going to the gym beforehand, great. If that means going to the gym on your lunch break, yes, I used to do this myself personally. Go to the gym on your lunch break. If that means going outside for a 30-minute walk, like just do something. How can you show up of greater quality in a new situation? And I want you to think about this too because a new situation doesn't always mean that conditions have changed. So it doesn't always mean your work hours have been extended. It could be just any new situation that you have put yourself in. 
So if you're starting your health and fitness journey, that's an entirely new situation. You're now in a situation where you have to care about your food and you have to care about your sleep and you got to care about your stress management. You have to care about all these different conditions and all these different things. How are you going to show up? How are you going to change? How are you going to adapt your current habits to the new situation that you are in? And hopefully you can kind of rely on being optimistic, being resilient, being self-aware. Again, all of these habits and characteristics do build on themselves. But to be able to look at a situation when shit doesn't work out and respond in a sense of quality over just hammering the same thing over and over and over again, it's going to be a lot more successful. And the chances of you continuing to fail are going to decrease each time because you're changing something. So adaptability is, again, a little bit more broad because it does kind of it 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 changes depending on the situation and what you're doing and what you're struggling with. But I want you to think about that too when you are failing, because again, it is inevitable, but when you are failing, deciding how can you make the changes that you're making, hopefully the changes that you're making, how can you make them of more quality? And it kind of comes down to just relying on that. Last, but certainly not least, we've got number six, grit. And I said it at the start of this episode, this is my absolute favorite one. If I could put this up at the top of the charts, I would, but I put it last so that you had to learn about each of the five that came before it. Grit is so freaking important when it comes to success. To me, grit kind of embodies each of those things, right? In order to like have that grit, have that willpower, have that push, that, that, oh, nothing can stand in her way kind of deal. You have to be all of those things. You have to be disciplined. You have to be self-aware. You have to be resilient. Opt- like you, all of those things can kind of all come together into like, damn, she's got grit. Like you want to be that person when it comes to anything in your life, like any situation that you're approaching. I don't even care if you're, you're walking into the grocery store. Like you just do it with grit. I fucking love that word. I just, I'm getting excited over here, but like it make it's just, it's everything. And again, going back to like definitions too, grit is, I don't even know if this is like an actual definition. The way I think about grit is like your strength of character, like how, able, like how unwavering are you from what it is you want to get done? Think about it like that. If the smallest obstacle can push you right off course, right off path, like you have no grit at all. If you are able to make a mistake and fall down and just let that linger, like fuck that, like being, having grit. And and I think is so important for success in any area of your life. You want to be that bad bitch who doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's raining, if it's snowing, if you woke up late, if you woke up early, if you have a million things to do, if you've got nothing on your plate, like it doesn't matter what's going on. You're getting shit done. That's the way and that's the mindset that you need to adapt in order to succeed at anything health and fitness wise. If you have grit, like doesn't matter that you're tired, you're going to the gym. Doesn't matter that you're sore, you're getting your workout in. Doesn't matter that you're lazy, you're going. It doesn't matter that you want donuts and cookies, you're having your chicken and rice. Like it just doesn't matter. You have to be that deep rooted in whatever your goals are and whatever the actions needed to get there that there could be a motherfucking tornado swirling around freaking tropical storm. I don't know. And you're like, bet I'm going to do a workout from home today. Like just letting absolutely nothing stand in your way. You're so solid in your core characteristics, your core being that you have success coursing through your freaking veins. And this sounds so dramatic, but like, think about that. 
If you were able to show up in your day-to-day life with that, with that kind of grit, that level of determination, that level of dedication, that level of fuck, I'm going to win. Guess what? You're going to start winning and you're probably going to keep winning. Again, going back to the start, it's not by luck or by chance or some crazy, amazing opportunity just falls in someone's lap. If you approach your day-to-day with all of these characteristics, and then you add and slap that layer of grit on top of all of them that you're so unwavering in your ability to do anything but succeed, you're going to fucking succeed. And it's going to keep happening and keep happening. And again, with, again, sports, I know I keep bringing it up, but like having that layer of, especially gymnastics too, because like in gymnastics, you don't, Think about it like this, like if you're at soccer practice and you're, I don't know, you're scrimmaging at the end of the end of practice and you, you lose the ball. Like, oh, okay. Like you made a mistake, but like oh, the other team now has the ball. Okay, great. Gymnastics, like if you make a mistake, there's a 99% chance that like you're falling on your face, you're falling on your ass, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Like there are so many skills in gymnastics that I've learned throughout my years that like I'm falling 10, 15 feet from the air straight onto my stomach, like flat to my face. And you got to get up and be like, fuck, I'm doing it again. I'm going to learn this time. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to change. I'm gonna, like, and to me that creates this very hard external just I, yeah, grit is the only way to put it where you're like, I, I just, I have to do better. I have to do better. I'm going to win. I'm going to learn. I'm going to figure this shit out. And again, relying on all of the characteristics that you hopefully have so that that layer of grit, I mean, it's not possible. If you're like, if you're just a weak person and the chances of you knowing that you're a weak person are slim to none. But if you are listening to all of these characteristics and kind of realizing like, Hey, I don't have any of that that's okay. But we've got work to do. Like to be so easily swayed, so easily let off course, so easily convinced of like, you don't, you don't want it bad enough. You really don't. And having that layer of grit and that strength of character, that strength of willpower to freaking win. If that doesn't freaking wake you up and jump you out of bed in the morning, like we are not the same. If you don't want your goals that bad, either a, you need to set new goals. I mean, I think that's the only thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I can't wrap my brain around ever, ever, ever waking up every morning, like without a purpose, without a sense of direction, without a sense of what can I do today? That's going to be fucking great. Like, how can I just be the absolute best version of myself right here, right now in everything that I do? And of course I don't wake up like that every single morning. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. My alarm goes off. I snooze it once or twice. Like I trust me, like But when I'm doing the thing, when I'm awake, when I'm at the gym, when I'm working with my clients, when I'm freaking weighing out my food to make myself lunch, like it's just what I do. And I don't care what is going on around me. I'm going to do what it takes to win. I'm going to do what it takes to succeed. I'm going to make sure that there is absolutely nothing that stands between point A and point B, no obstacle that I can't overcome. And the fact is, I don't even know what obstacles are going to be there but I know there will be some, I know I'm going to have to figure it out. I know I'm going to fail and have to get back up. I know I'm going to have to take some hits. I'm going to have to, you know, make some risks, make some changes to just do the damn thing. And I'm, I'm, I get excited for that process, that, that journey through life, because to be able to attack it and approach it 
with this hard exterior of like, I'm doing this shit. I mean, that's unbreakable. That to me is you're, you're, whatever it is you're after, you've got it. You've already got it in the bag, right? We're just gonna have to kind of figure it out how to get there, but like, it's already yours. And if you're not approaching your life and your goals like that, they're not going to happen. It's not going to happen by accident. You're trying to lose 10 pounds. That's not going to happen by accident. And if you don't have the grit and you're weak and you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're, you're not able to look, take a hard look at yourself in the mirror and, and identify like I right now currently do not possess what it takes to succeed. And you could say that I've said that to myself multiple times. You can take a look at yourself and have that hard conversation. And honestly, I encourage you to do it. If you are struggling with any of these things, or if you don't possess any of these habits, or if you're just not winning, you're not succeeding, go take a look. Like, what do we have to do? And don't let that demotivate you or, or, you know, upset you or frustrate you. Like, look at it objectively. Like, hey, if you're solving a puzzle and you've got all the pieces sorted out, but you're missing one piece, are you going to say, oh, well, I guess we just didn't, we can't do it. Like, I just, we don't have what it takes to solve the puzzle. No. You're going to look around on the floor. You're going to try to find the piece. You're going to go through the box. You're going to make sure you didn't step on it in the kitchen. Like you're going to go find the last piece of the puzzle to make sure you can fucking finish it. Why is your life any different? Why are your goals any different? Why is your success like this big question mark? It's not. It's in your hands. It's up to you. And you are more than capable to succeed at whatever it is because we all have that same chance. We all have that same opportunity. And if you're sitting there saying, well, I just can't solve the puzzle, then you don't have it. But that doesn't mean you can't get it. That doesn't mean you can't learn these things and learn these characteristics and start to actively implement them in your life. Because I guarantee once you do, maybe you start getting a little better at self-awareness. And then you start getting to be a little bit more resilient, like things, good things are going to start happening. And then we start rolling that momentum. And that's a lot better feeling than the other way around where everything's just going wrong. And and of course, it's raining today. And stop, like stop, stop, stop. Have a layer of grit, have an ability to look at your life from an outsider's perspective, identify what needs to change, identify where it needs to change, and then start showing up as that person. It's not easy to do. It's not going to happen black and white, but challenge yourself to do hard things, to learn about your ability to succeed and where we can improve. It's like, God, I just, I want everyone to believe that. I want everyone to come out of this episode and be like, fuck, yeah, I can blank, you know, fill in the blank of whatever it is that you're after. Like you can do it. You really can. And this, this podcast is so not about like motivation and like, you're not getting on here and listening to me and and coming out of here with this sense of like, I can do anything, but like for this episode, like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you're able to be the person you're able to embody these six characteristics. Yes, you can. And especially grit, have some grit, have some pride, Do what you need to do every day in order to get one step closer to your goals. So there you have it. My top six characteristics of successful people, of, you know, what it takes to win and keep winning and to be a freaking winner because that's what we're after here. It's going to be different for everyone, but we all want to win and we're all more than capable of it. So hopefully that was helpful for every single one of you listening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet again, another episode. I like this one. I hope you guys like this one. I like when I can kind of just get on here and and rant a little bit, just kind of let it all out. So I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week.